How's it going, Longhorn Nation? Welcome to Big Bets, a gambling podcast focusing on the Big 12, presented by Texas Talk. I'm your host, Ryan McLoon, and I'm here to give you the best bets for this Saturday. Before we get started, I just want to remind everybody to gamble responsibly and have fun with it. Winning consistently is insanely hard when gambling, which is why the hotels in Vegas are so big. So please, bet whatever you can afford. If your friends are unit shaming you, they're dorks. Now, with the disclaimer out of the way, let's get into our picks of the week. Uh, let's start off game one, Tulane at Kansas State. The line is Kansas State is favored at minus 14. Play this week, Kansas State minus 13 and a half. Um, I would buy that half a point just to get under that 14 number. Um, it's a nice football number, so... Let's get under that. Um, why? I think um, Tulane got a little bit overrated to start the season. Um, stats show that they have a really good run defense, and um, that's huge against a team like Kansas State that is a running football team. But to start to to start the season, they played Elkhorn State and UMass, so um, there wasn't a whole lot of competition there for Tulane. Kansas State, like I said earlier, has an elite running game. Um, They have a dominant offensive line. They have Deuce Vaughn at running back, who's a star. Um, Adrian Martinez, coming over from Nebraska, I mentioned last week, but he's a veteran quarterback. Um, But he's more of a threat as a runner than he is as a passer. Um, I just think Kansas State's kind of going to dominate time of possession of this game. And I talk about time of possession a lot. I think it's a huge deal. when gambling, because if you if you dominate time of possession and you uh, score on those possessions, obviously that gives Tulane a little bit more pressure um, and a little bit less time to answer. So time of possession, I think, is huge when gambling um, to look at. And um, that's why I kind of like Kansas State here this week. Um, moving on to game two that I like, Kansas at Houston. Um, the line is Houston minus nine and I like Kansas. Um, I rode Kansas last week and it paid off. Um, so I'm going to take them again here at plus nine, um, possible rain in Houston this week, which is, uh, could be a big deal. If, if it, if it's raining a lot, I think Kansas has a much better, um, run game than, Houston does. Houston um, might be the better team overall, for sure. Um, They started the season in the AP Top 25 before losing to Tech last week. But um, their weakness is running the ball and stopping the run. So I feel like if Kansas kind of sticks to who they are and Houston doesn't force them to be a team that they're not, um, I think Kansas can, again, like I said, dominate this time of possession in a bad weather game. Um, but even if it's not a bad weather game, I think Kansas has Jalen Daniels at quarterback who has been incredibly, uh, efficient this year. And if he kind of limits his mistakes again, and, um, Kansas can kind of hang around here and cover that minus or, uh, cover that nine number, um, against Houston, even though it's at Houston, um, moving on to game three. Um, I only have, I, this is the last game that I have, but I have two plays on it. So 
It's Texas Tech at NC State. Um, the plays are NC State minus nine and a half, and I like the over at 56. Um, I think Houston was a little overrated to start the season. Um, I mentioned they started in the AP Top 25, but I, I really I didn't see it. Um, and I think now that Texas Tech beat them, I think they're getting a little overrated here um, as a reaction to beating Houston. So I think that minus 9.5 number is a little inflated. Um, NC State, yes, they had uh, a little bit of a scare in week one against East Carolina, but it's a little bit of a different game. Um, going to East Carolina is tough. It's a tough place to play, believe it or not. And, um, you know, it's an in-state game. It was probably East Carolina's biggest game of the year. So um, to, for NC State to come out of there with a win is 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 impressive. So I also like NC State's star quarterback, Devin Leary. Um, typically, you know, if, if there is a star quarterback, you just want to lean in that direction. Um, Texas Tech doesn't have one right now. Um, Tyler Show hurt again. So, um, you know, I'm kind of le- leaning on Leary here. Um, NC State also has a pretty solid offensive line. And um, that's going to be tough for Texas Tech as well because they struggled to get pressure on Houston. Um, according to ESPN stats, they had zero quarterback pressures last week. So, um, you know, going against a better offensive line in NC State I just think Devin Leary might have all day long to uh, to sling it and kind of work up a nice nice enough lead to where this nine and a half number hits, but also the over hits because Texas Tech's going to be trailing all game long, and you know they might have to pass it more than they actually want to. Um, so those are my I got four plays this week. Those were them. Um, I'm throwing a unit on all four of them right now. Um, last week, we went 3-0 and on our plays. Um, great feeling there. Um, and we're up two and a uh, little under two and a half units. So I threw a, one full unit on two bets and then a half a unit on the, uh, the over of the Kansas State game. So hot start. Um, keep riding with me. Um, but like I said last week, I promised... We're going to talk about the Texas game as well. It's a Texas podcast, so um, we're going to keep it Texas-centric a little bit as well. Um, I don't like either of these plays uh, for the Texas game, so I'm I'm just not gonna um, not gonna do it. But it is Texas minus twelve and a half versus UTSA. It's at home, um, and the over under is sixty and a half. Um, now. UTSA has a really good offense. Um, headlined by Frank Harris, the quarterback, and Zachary Franklin, the wide receiver. Their um, offense is explosive. They have three solid wide receivers, and like I said, the quarterback. But Texas showed last week that they can kind of stop anybody. Um, they were really impressive against Bryce Young in Alabama. And um, this UTSA team probably has a little bit more chemistry than Bryce Young and his receivers did. Um, but, you know, it's it, the, the level is uh, dropped down quite a few pegs here, obviously. Um, 
I feel like if Texas is focused, UTSA still isn't going to do much. And kind of catapulting that even further is UTSA's four starting tackles are uh, injured right now, according to UTSA's coach, Jeff Trailer. So Texas is going to be able to get to UTSA and uh, Frank Harris, the quarterback, all game long, hopefully. Um, Baron Sorrell played really well week one against ULM. Uh, Ovia Gofu played pretty solid as well. Those are Texas two edge rushers. Um, hopefully they continue that and kind of get to Frank Harris a lot, cause a lot of pressure. Uh, UTSA's offense would, would kind of sputter after that for obvious reasons. But on the other side of the ball now, um, Texas is dealing with some injuries of their own. Um, Quinn Ewers is out for an undisclosed amount of time, but um, sounds like he'll be back before the Oklahoma game. Um, but he will be out this week, it sounds like. Um, Hudson Card is also questionable. He was dealing with an ankle um, against Alabama. He ended up playing through that. But um, Charles Wright has been the guy taking first-team reps all uh, all week long while those two guys heal up. So we don't really know what this Texas offense is going to look like with Charles Wright under center. Um, Bijan was dealing with a little bit of an injury himself. I don't know if that's more cautionary in practice, but, um, you know, without him, this offense takes a massive hit as well. Bijan is probably the best running back in college football. So um, Texas has a great running back room, but taking away the best player in college football from uh, from your room is a huge hit, no matter how good the depth is. Um, so even if Texas does start Charles Wright, and, um, you know, this offense is going to be huge. Uh, it's going to lean on the run game a lot with uh, Roshan Johnson and Keelan Robinson. And I'm sure even Jonathan Brooks will get involved if Bijan isn't able to go. So I feel like if the running game's involved, that means that there's going to be uh, a lot of clock wasted, less explosive plays. We talked about that last week as well. Um, I just don't like this over at 60 and a half. So I'm not going to play either of those, but if I were to, I would lean Texas minus 12 and a half. Um, I still think they're just flat out more talented than UTSA. Um, with UTSA's injuries on the tackles, I don't have confidence that their quarterback could even fight to bring them within those, uh, in that number. I just don't think he'll have the time in the pocket. Um, and then the over-under, I'd lean the under um, for same reasons I just mentioned. Texas running game will be uh, very, very felt against UTSA in that that offense for UTSA might sputter a little bit. Um, that will do it, though, for this week. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, learn something, or just want to support us at Texas Talk, please rate five stars um, wherever you're listening. I will be back next week, first with Michael on the main pod, and then back again to give you all of my best bets on Friday morning. Thank you all for listening, and as always, hook them.